it's a little late, and I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Are you t- are you talking to them or talking to me? Well, both, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. But you were out of town. I was out of town, and then we had a shoot, and then we had a shoot together. Yeah. Um, I was booked with that all weekend. Yep. But it's still Monday. It's still Monday. You never say a time the goal Monday. Is to record this and get it up yet today. Yes. Uh, we have an ad. Oh, we do have an ad? Oh, I forgot to tell you. We received $6, which I guess oh, is two ads. I said not three. Not just one, but two ads? You'll never guess who from. Uh, I'm going to guess Brett Hoy. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> he gave us no direction on what the ad should be. He said he didn't want to write it or anything. Um, so at some point... We have to plug an ad. We have to plug two. Two ads. Because <laughs> uh, he, he paid double. Well, and, thank you, Brett. And you could do it too, folks. Yeah. Just $3 via Venmo. That's to nothing. Colonel Sean. $3? Yeah, $3. And that supports the $12 a month we pay to host this podcast <laughs> and about the $100 a year to host the website. Boom. 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 But, uh, yeah, so a little late, but we're sorry. We're still here. We're still here. It's and still we're going to be on time for our live podcast. Yes. That was like, we had the option to skip a week. We've only done that once. Oh, yeah, that's we right. we accidentally skipped a week. Yeah. Uh, not skip, but we accidentally missed we, a week. Yeah, we took the week off, we said. Yeah. Um, but now, we're cool. We're cool, definitely. We're, we're making it up. It'll be fine. There'll be an episode on Monday and next Monday. That's a nice watch. Is that leather? Thank you. Is that Carl Weathers weathered leather? Nice. Yeah, you like that? Isn't that? that? You did a fantastic job reading that, by the Thank way. Thank you. I was trying to read because I needed to post it, but yeah. I had uh, Luca with me. And you can hear him crying <laughs> yeah, in the background, and he he was laughing in the very beginning. You hear him laughing, yeah, and then it turned to a cry, <laughs> and so I had to stop. So it's cut in half, and I had to stop reading, yeah, and then pick it up and and sew the two together. Find I a liked little it. music for the background. Oh, the music was awesome. The music was great. Thank you. The delivery was great. I mean, the writing was spectacular. Writing was amazing. It was amazing. It's, you, you, you ran with something. Oh, yeah. You found some gold. Oh, yeah. It's impressive. I laughed the entire time writing that because I thought, he's going to have to read this live. It's yeah. going to be awesome. The brother <laughs> yeah. was such a stretch, and I appreciated that. That was when I, I lost I like it. that you said uh, mispronounced brother. Well, it said... Yeah. Mispronounced brother. Yeah. I didn't know if you would get what I meant by brother. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't if I was reading it, but because I was reading it aloud, yeah. I, I heard it. Okay, good. Like, had I just read it on a page silently, I would have been like, what does that mean? Who is a brother? <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, brother. But, uh, but October 30th. Live show, Ooh, yeah. New format for the live show. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a wild we will one. Com- conclude the book, yeah. In the twentieth episode of this season, and the live show will be episode twenty-one. So, if you're behind, if you're listening to this right now, you're not behind. But <laughs> yeah, if true. you suddenly <laughs> get real busy for the next three weeks and can't listen before the live show, don't worry, we'll recap everything for you. And you can yes. go back. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be left in a lurch. No, they wondering. just have to listen to the chapter one through ten episode, right? Oh, I would say we'll just cover the the. Oh, I, we're I gonna say do we the should, whole. That was my thought. The whole we'll thing? summarize the whole. Book. The whole. Thing? The whole thing. 
<laughs> my thought is, is it would be sort of a highlights thing, like go through some of our favorite moments, outline the story, oh, which I feel oh. like at this point is so easy. Yeah. This is the like, easiest one the, to do. The first Nothing book, happens in there this were book. A few things. <laughs> if I were to summarize the whole book in a sentence, and this may be my summary at the live show, yeah. um, their dad gets kidnapped and they try to find him. Yeah. That's it. That is it. It's a very basic story. They try There's several not times multiple to find things him and going on don't. in this. No. no. No, it is a singular story. Yeah, it's, that's all it is. Yeah, there, Dad's gone. We're going to find him. There are several attempts to find him that prove yeah. fruitless. Then they do find him, but they can't escape. Three they should have honestly. They should have went to New York first to be like, "Is Dad, Dad, you here?" Well, in this because that's where Dad was. Lo- Dad is like Kevin McAllister. <laughs> He's lost in New York, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Hardy is also like Kevin McAllister. She's home alone. <laughs> I mean, I wish I wish there was a different Kevin McAllister <laughs> reference that wouldn't have been home like that. I could have veered hard with like. She was a different Kevin McAllister. There it is. There it is. In that she was Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Okay. What is Electric Boogaloo? Kevin Bacon. That's a a sequel to Footloose. Footloose 2, Electric Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. That's a good one. (laughs) Have not not seen it. It's not a good one. (laughs) It's objective. That was a lie. I was lying to you. You had me. I know. That's what I had you at. Hello. I had Jet Bacon. Um, Kevin Bacon comes like for dog parades and just throws out doggy biscuits to St. Louis. Do you know about this? No, I had no idea. Yeah. What? Yeah, Kevin Bacon has been in St. Louis multiple times for a dog parade, and he just gives dogs treats. Huh. Yeah, it's really weird. Did you see his DirecTV commercial a few years ago? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It's so good. It's, it's <laughs> What's genuinely he do? Hilarious. He's dressed up as like... A weird nerdy version of himself talking about how with DirecTV oh. he can watch all his favorite Kevin Bacon movies. Yeah, and he's like, "My wife says if I watch any more Kevin Bacon movies, I'll become can, him." Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Okay, I did see that. That was that a great was, one. Yeah, they had a good it's campaign a good there with some of those. For some reason, I thought that was Rob Lowe, but you're right, that was Kevin Rob Lowe did one as well. Okay, like a different kind, where he was like a different Rob Lowe. There were several different Rob Lowes. But yeah, they had That's some a good fun celebrity name to campaigns. say over and over. Rob Lowe. Yeah. Rob Lowe. Like Bob Loblaw. <laughs> Dude, that's the greatest name ever. <laughs> that's a, a real person, too. Uh, not just from... Bob Loblaw? Yeah. Arrested Development. So there was uh, the man who found out about Y2K, who like first saw that there was going to be this glitch in the program. His was name Robert was Robert Loblaw. Nice. Yeah, he was the original Bob Blah Blah. <laughs> you can read about it on my Law Blog. The Bob Law Blog. The Law Blog. Yeah. <laughs> you, sir. Fantastic. Are a mouthful. Um, I was going to say though, uh, this yes. this weekend, I directed my first piece, um, with with a crew and everything like that that I had written. Oh yeah. Sort of with your help, uh, with a lot of help from Sean Kirkland, brought to life. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a blast. Went, went from nothing to an idea to something. And now yeah. I have to edit that something, and I'm excited about that. But the reason I bring this up is not to brag, but rather to say now as a keen director. That's right. Like with a ton of experience. <laughs> I now have just instantly shifted to seeing everything as a film and seeing the potential now as an established director. 
I have this gift. Yeah. That not everyone has, but I have it. Yeah. I think I see where you're going with this. Yeah. And as I read this chapter, (laughs) there's so many scenes in here that I'm like, this would be an awful film. This is an awful story. Yes. And there's just no... Like, I I kept imagining things like, what would this be like in a movie? (laughs) It would be unwatchable. It would be so stupid. But that said, I reached out to Fraser Brown, who whom you sent me the photo. Of, oh, of the, the the man doing the Hardy Boys movie. Yeah, yeah, the DP. He he hit me back up, and I explained we have a podcast. Yeah, um, oh. I'm like, I'd love to talk. Oh, to you. Oh, yeah. And he responded that he they couldn't really talk details about the movie. Yeah, uh, and I was trying to say like, that's fine. We're not trying to get details about the movie. What I'm genuinely curious about was. The decision behind making it. Yeah. Who was like, there's a great market for this. These are great stories with eager fans. Like, yes, green light this. Spend money on this because it will make money back. Yeah. And I would like to talk to that person. Oh, that would be amazing. And, And how familiar are they with the body of work? And... If unfamiliar, fine. I think he had only read one book. The first half of one book. <laughs> Did he say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I but I'm saying, like, if, it. Yeah, you, yeah. if you read these books, you can't... Yeah, no one's reading it thinking, I'm going to make a movie about this. And you can't... Like, you have to be tongue-in-cheek about it. Yeah. Like, now, if it's the Hardy Boys with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Oh yeah, I'm gonna see that. That's that awesome. That, yeah. that makes sense to me. That's essentially what Step Brothers is. But the Hardy Boys like grown up. Robert Pattinson and and Daniel Radcliffe playing the Hardy Boys, like this gritty down earth. I'm gonna be like, this. Oh is man, so stupid. No, it has to be cheeseball. I hope it's cheeseball. Yeah. It has to make fun of. It has to be snakes on a plane. It has to be snakes on a plane. It yeah, has that's to a know great what movie, it is by the and way. What it isn't. That's a shout out to Keith Mees. That's one of his favorite films, The Snakes on a Plane. I always use that as my example. Like Boondock Saints 2. Oh, it's a fun film. It's a fun film. It's yeah. a bad film. Yeah, it's terrible, but it's fun. I, I, what I say is if you Snakes on a Plane it, you'll love it. Yeah. Well, like if you watch Snakes on a Plane and try to like get into it, you're not going to enjoy it. You have to understand what it is. Going with the right expectations. And then it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. But when people approach a movie and they're like, oh, I saw it. It sucked. It wasn't like. That's not winning any Oscars. Go Snakes on a Plane with it. And you'll have a good time. Yeah. Throw expectations out the window. Just enjoy yeah. it. If you pizza when you're supposed to French fry, you're going to have, have a bad, bad time. time. <laughs> Chapter 17. 17. I took a guess. Is it 17? I don't know. You picked up your book quickly, and uh, that was the right move. No. It's 18. It's 18. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's try it again. Chapter 18. Coast Guard Action. Now, we had some hypotheses before this, uh, before we started reading, yeah. that in this chapter, the Coast Guard would be involved. Somehow involved, and, and like somehow last, something's going to happen with them. The last paragraph of the other book, or like the last page, it's like, oh, we hope the Coast Guard will come. Like, hopefully, you know, the Coast Guard will be here before there's big problems, because the Hardys are kidnapped right now. Yes. Or they're not kidnapped. It, they're hostages. They're hostages, yeah. Different the Hardys, for some reason. All the Hardys. Yeah. Two brothers and dad. Yeah. And we get a weird sentence to start chapter 18 uh, of poor comma usage. And I've talked <laughs> before about like how it's difficult to identify. Did you ping on this? Uh, no. So the sentence reads, uh, 
While the Hardy Boys had been investigating the smugglers' hideout and had been captured, together with their father, Tony and Chet were trying their best to accomplish the errand which Frank and Joe had given them. A, that is one long sentence. Yes, it is. Uh, but because of the commas, what they say is, while the Hardy Boys had been investigating the smugglers' hideout and had been captured, comma, together with their father, comma, Tony <laughs> and Chet were trying their best to accomplish the errand which Frank and Joe had given them. Okay, so Tony and Chet are brothers. And, well, Tony and Chet are with Fenton Hardy. It says together with the Hardy their Boys father. were captured. Together with her father. To- oh, it could be Tony and Tony Chet's and father. Tony and Chet's father, yeah. And they're brothers. <laughs> they're okay. brothers. Wow. And they brought their dad. Also, uh, spoiler, very interesting. This is the first chapter where there's no Frank and Joe. Yeah. Like, we don't follow them at all. Yeah. We've never had that, right? Well, maybe we did have one with just following Fenton when he's in New York. No, you know what that always was, though? Huh. It was Fenton telling a story. Oh, to, to them. Joe. That's right. It, was like it they, wasn't they, a they singular sat in the chapter hotel room, him. and he's like, "Here's what happened when I investigated the wig That's shop." That's right. And then he told the story of like chasing Red Jackley on the yeah. The it was one of the things we complained that. about. Yeah, is they didn't just do a chapter of him. And then when we got this chapter of just them, I was like, "Well, this is a dumb chapter." This chapter should start with later. Tony and Chet told Frank and Joe all of this. Yeah. <laughs> just gone with when, it. Yeah, when Tony and Chet arrived to rescue the Hardys, they explained, they explained this entire chapter. Happened. It sounded a little something like this. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, buckaroos. We go in, instead of the 1940s, like, will the Hardy Boys get rescued? <laughs> yeah. It's like the 1980s, like, I think it sounds a little something like this. <laughs> yeah. And when the boys arrived, here we go. Oh, is that a little Fresh Prince? No, I was going for that Fresh Prince cadence to me. I was going for the South Park episode that's like the Mighty Ducks, and oh, the guy keeps scratching the record needle. That's the Rob Schneider episode, right? Is it? It might be. It's I been, could be wrong. I could be wrong. This is I good did content. think that was the same one that was. Let's spend ten minutes guessing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was yeah. that? It was a weird name. Was it Rob Schneider every time? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and the, it was like. They had a nonsense name. All the like, it was a trailer for like a. Yeah, it? I, I don't remember yeah. it. It's been so long. That's a great episode. They're all great episodes. Push me, Richard. <laughs> so, what happens in this chapter? To summarize, we're we're flipping the switch back away from the the boys, yes. away from Frank and Joe, to what happened as soon as Frank and Joe waded into the tunnel nude. <laughs> yeah, Tony and Chet, which were they on the don't boat. even talk about. I would talk about that. I'd be like, why they get naked? Yeah, did you notice they? Did you notice those brothers are really weird together? <laughs> Tony's like, I handed him some twine so we could tie the boat onto that rock, <laughs> and they just took off their clothes and tied it up with the twine. <laughs> that wasn't. I didn't give them twine to tie their clothes <laughs> under their heads. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what twine's for. But they both made turbans out of their pants and tied them to their chins. It, hey, yo. it felt weird to stop them, so I just let them do I it. I just watched them. I didn't know what to do. I, I thought they were joking, and I kept waiting for them to stop, but they just kept going, and then they got off the boat. They turned around and gave me thumbs up. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
they've got this real e- Frank and Joe have this eager like <laughs> sleuthing look on their face. They get off the boat. They're the tone like, We're good. And you just look back and Tony and Chad are like slack jawed, like just in disbelief. I'm like, what are you doing? It's like the cartoonish like effect of their jaws literally <laughs> hanging off the boat into the water. <laughs> There is no connection between the two pairs of boys. <laughs> Frank and Joe just eagerly thought up nude with their clothes on their head. <laughs> Don't get that just speechless. <laughs> I also imagine they're watching as Joe's walking across and he slips on a rock and he breaks his ankle and now he's just hopping too, but he still turns around, he's giving thumbs up, like I'm still good. And they still just slap. The clothes on. aren't wet. The clothes aren't wet, they're on my head. Good thing you had the clothes twine. Your boat's floating away. You should have thought about that before you gave us all the twine for our clothes. <laughs> Uh, oh goodness gracious that that killed me kingpin kingpin i love that movie there's a there's a part where randy quaid's like they're in the bathroom and he's you know chastising woody harrelson is like you know you don't have to explain everything to me i can figure some things out on my own and they cut to the wide and he's sitting (laughs) in the urinal Urinal taking a dump (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the hardy boys Oh, rope, <laughs> rope, good idea. <laughs> Clothes off. Oh God. So so yeah. So after that moment, after the after Tony and Chet watched the nude Hardy Boys <laughs> fade away into the darkness of the tunnel together, uh, they uh, they're driving back, and then there's two two pieces <laughs> two. They have two dramatic storylines. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. One is kind of good, and the other sucks. Okay. And the one that sucks is the <laughs> one that they take two and a half pages yes. to it explore. It makes no sense. It's so, ridiculous. And, and this, is, this is the eye that I was talking about, like, trying to watch, like, a scene of this in a movie. Yes. And trying to make this it look a, dramatic. There's one scene in this particular part that kills me to where i'm like okay that should be good in a movie let's explore let's explore so they're they're cutting back uh, they're cutting through the darkness like a streak in the napoli nice and suddenly tony exclaims oh oh my starboard oh oh, it's magic nice yeah but he he says oh oh my starboard light just went out Bottom of the second paragraph there. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with just you. wondering why he's like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> when you give me that, oh, oh Chet, it's out. <laughs> Chet turned to look at the at the port side. This one's all right. Must be the bulb in the other one. And to I to that I thought that's decent detective work. <laughs> like if you're dying. Okay, well, here's the thing though. Right. Go ahead. How wouldn't Tony notice that? Wouldn't it be a dramatic change in either your left or right? So, and you also still have one working light. Like, how weak are these lights to where you would need two lights to function? So, so two points here. I'm not a boatsman. One to explain my 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 first point. Yeah, I just rewired my thermostat tonight. I installed a new thermostat. Oh yeah, it was 
an adventure in pain. Uh, yeah. I f- whoever wired my thermostat before this played a cruel joke on the future inhabitants of, of that, their house. Mm. Um, mm. It was a mm. mess. Yeah. But I kept having to like try things and then turn off all the power, come upstairs, do stuff, go downstairs, do stuff, turn on all the power. Mm. Didn't work. Do it again. Check. I was attaching like wire tracers so I can see which wire connects to what upstairs. And Oh, yeah. Those are fun. Yeah. Big pain. Yeah. So for him to recognize, like, it's not a total power failure. One light is still on, so we can assume it's the bulb and not that we lost full power to, like, the lighting circuit. So that's why I say, like, I appreciate Chet's quick thinking to be like, oh, okay, yeah, one yeah. bulb remains on, so it's not that we've lost power. Right. It's that a bulb, something's wrong in just this area. But on a boat, I've been on several, mm-hmm. I've driven a boat at night. I've driven a boat at night faster than one should drive a boat at night. I like that. And at the last minute, I should be dead. Um, this is a better story than the Hardy Boys. <laughs> I was going to pick up uh, or drop something off for my little brother at a camp he was at, and the fastest way was by boat. That's this awesome. Is a weird. That's awesome. Yeah, a yeah. weird premise. Um, but we're cruising along at night, and the boat we have all the required lights on, mm-hmm. none of which are like headlights. What you're required to have on a boat is only a tail light, which is white, which does not shine on anything. It's so that you can be seen. Okay. So you can I get see you. the distance. Yeah. And then you have a bow uh, or a starboard and a port light, which are your port is your left, starboard is your right. Mm-hmm. You have, and I'm going to get these wrong, but one, one of them is red, one of them is green. And, huh. and together. Is this Christmas? Well, together with your back light. If you see two lights in the distance, you should be able to tell which way the boat's facing. Like if you can see the green light, you know oh, that. Oh, okay, you're I get the you. Right side. If you I, see the red light, you should uh, see the left side. Okay, so they're not spotlights. It's essentially just yeah, a colored an, an light indicator. to know what side the boat <laughs> same, is facing same like on a or plane. going. Like you see the the red lights on a plane. That yeah, plane, that's you know not that's so they can see anything. Them or something. Exactly, it's yeah. a snake warning light. <laughs> uh, but it's snake so that you can warning. see the, the tail of the plane way up in the air. Yeah. That's what's on a boat. Okay. Okay. Different than okay. Had those this makes sense to me as now. We were cruising through the night, and we had a big flashlight somewhere. And my buddy Jim was in the boat, and I'm like, Jim, get the the flashlights. We can see like how close we are, like how far away we are. Yeah. He turns on the flashlight, and we are maybe fifty feet from the shore. And I have to jerk the wheel and like mm. skid to it. Like had he not had he turned it on ten seconds later, we yeah. would have rammed full speed ahead into and hit shore, the tent, and killed the kids, um, and. We would have killed ourselves. There was a oh, lot yeah. of trees at the bottom there. Um, <laughs> the kids would have been fine. Okay. I didn't know if they were camping like on the lake or something. No. It, it was a, a camp where they were like up in cabins elsewhere. Okay. It wasn't close to the shore. Well, um, yeah. Hey, Jim. Shout out to Jim. Jim Baker. Jim Thanks, Baker. Lifesaver. Yeah. I Jim Baker. It's been a while. Steak taker. I wonder if he remembers that. That's good. That's a good... It's a good... Uh, Rap. <laughs> no, it's not. It's terrible. <laughs> Jim Baker, uh, the steak taker. <laughs> what do they do? Go around stealing people's steaks? That's like his MO. Yeah. I'm Jim Baker, the steak taker. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's good. not as good as Jared. It's fine. Yeah. We sold the Jared Mergler t shirt. Yeah. Someone's got it. It's out in the ether. Yeah. About to be too out in the ether. in the ether. I'm about to get that. I can't wait to get that. Nice. Yeah. It's going to be sweet. Shirt. Dude. I can't wait. So if you uh, know any turd burglars <laughs> named Jerd Mergler, we have a shirt on our website. 
with a like hello my name is tag and it says hello my name is jerd mergler oh it's the greatest save yourself a sticker buy yourself a t-shirt Ooh, that's nice because t-shirts don't hurt the environment i was just about to say we're environmentally friendly yeah but though if you're trying to save paper every t-shirt like when it's made when it's sold when it gets printed on there's a lot of paperwork to like pick tickets and invoices and stuff that i'm sure go along with that it'd be better to make nothing in this world we recycled a lot of cardboard after our gig yeah we did that's right hard to have a that was a a lot of cardboard by the way that was a lot of cardboard yeah there's more right here still in this room oh my goodness but we set them up and we painted them so that way we can't return them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll burn them. We'll burn them. Back to the boys. We can dump them in the ocean. That's true. So, so Back these, to that later. Yes. Uh, these lights, one went out on the, uh, on the port side. So the left side light is out. Mm. So if they're traveling uh, down the shore, yeah. you could see their boat fine from shore. But if you were further out to sea, so you'd be on their left side if they're traveling. Yeah, south, you won't actually see them. You'll see, I think, their tail light, unless the laws were different. They should still have a small white beacon yeah. on the back. Um, but yeah, you would miss one of the lights. Okay. Uh, but these are not illuminating anything. Um, and, and there's a, a note later of like, and, and breaking the law, because you need these lights on, again, not so you can see, but so you can be seen. Yeah, That's the point. I get you. So let's have some drama, eh? A, eh? David, are you, there? are you reading part of the dialogue? I have no, no, no idea. No, I was talking at. to you. I'm like, oh, hey, I was like, what let's have are you ourselves at? some drama. Yeah, let's it's, explore it's, this. <laughs> you mean somebody might not see the Napoleon ram us? Chet asked fearfully. <laughs> he said Napoli. See, <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> the Napoli. They might not see the uh, fettuccine. The fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> Pasta <laughs> uh, You mean somebody might not see the Napoli and ram us? Chet asked fearfully. We'll have to be careful. Um, and then I just wrote in the margin, this is such a manufactured problem. <laughs> like, they just need something. They, they can't be like, the boys quickly made it to the Coast Guard station. Yeah. No, they had to throw in the some like, dilemma. Something has to go wrong. Yeah. How about a small light bulb What if a light went out? And then they're technically like, I suppose, We got to change this bulb. <laughs> we got to change this bulb, but we can't stop. Yeah. But I'm the only one who knows where the bulbs are. So, Chet, you're going to have to take over. So, Chet takes the wheel. I'm going to go find a bulb, says Tony. Uh, and they, they change places. Uh, and so th- this, I want, I want to put a pin in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chet changed places, blah, 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 and gazed intently ahead. <laughs> the moon had not yet risen, and it was difficult to see very far ahead. So Chet is gazing intently <laughs> ahead. That The pin is going to Pin stuck. Uh, and I also wrote, isn't the moon up first? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes no sense. That was the one thing I had. I started to wonder, like, is there a time of year? Yeah, where the where do they where the live? Sun sets and it's complete. Yeah, there's nothing in the sky until the moon comes out. And yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna. There's that uh, weird thing in Alaska where there's just thirty days of night. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's where they're at. Maybe they're in Alaska. 
and then there's that other thing in Alaska where there's fifty days, five hundred days of summer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And fifty first and fifty first dates. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, peanut butter cup. Never seen it. Ah, oh, you haven't uh, seen it. Ah, uh, it's a great line. So, cruising along. Jet, oh, wait, isn't there a lot octane. of mystery in Alaska? What? Isn't there a lot of mystery in Alaska? There is a lot of mystery in Alaska. All right. <laughs> I can't. I can't let this go. Now I'm just thinking Alaska. Yeah, I know. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get one last one in there, and I, I just got nothing right now. Yeah. My brain's going cold. Uh, find anything, Chet called out. And so just picture this, like, Chet wiping sweat off his brow, <laughs> yeah. like intense music. Like He's, he's not over. blinking. Chet hasn't blinked for the past ten minutes. And Tony's looking for a light bulb. Like, that, yeah. is, that is, like, the intense... Heart pounding action. Yeah. I just imagine the camera is just pushing in on Chet with that stare, and then we go to Tony ripping, then back to Chet ripping. And then so we get some some details here. Not yet. Tony pulled out a canvas bag, <laughs> yeah. a pair of sneakers, and some fishing tackle. As he reached in for the last article in the locker. I'm gonna stop you. I really was hoping that he was about to MacGyver this situation. He pulls out <laughs> a canvas bag, a pair of sneakers, and a fishy tackle. I, I was really hoping he was going to make a yeah. on a fishing line. I can put it in a I've shoe done more and use with a less. canvas bag. <laughs> also, it's like, of course, you don't know where the bulb is. You stole this boat. <laughs> he found the owner. Right? If this was your boat, you would know where your spare bulbs are. Instead, you're pulling up shoes and tackle and, and he found a canvas bag some fishing tackle and the rightful owner's sneakers <laughs> <laughs> as he reached in for the last article in the locker he gave a whoop of joy yeah. here's one bulb just one whoop. keep your fingers crossed pal if this isn't any good we're in a mess and i wrote in the margin this is dumb yeah. <laughs> this is Dumb tension. Why? That you're Why are we doing this? We're like, yep. Like, imagine, like, <laughs> this is like the, you know, the light bulb roll. Like, why didn't they add, like, he set the light bulb down and then it rolled almost over the edge into the yeah. water. But at the last second, he grabbed the <laughs> light bulb and lifted it into the air. Like, that's how stupid this, yeah. like, hero moment of, like, I got it. <laughs> Somewhere out there, though, a child is reading this thinking, oh, my God, I hope they get that light bulb. I'm I'm also saying I hope they get <laughs> yeah. the light bulb so we can so resolve it's over. this stupid yeah. dilemma. Oh, God. Uh, oh, goodness gracious. So if this, any good, if this bulb isn't any good, we're in a mess. And oh. breaking the law besides, Chet added. <laughs> and I wrote, All right, Chet. Good sentence, Chet. <laughs> you nailed it, buddy. <laughs> Is besides... A preposition? You're asking the wrong guy, but no, I don't think so. Like, you could say, like, in the house, on the house, yeah. around the house, and in, on, and around are all prepositions. Yeah. So you're not supposed to end a sentence with a preposition. Like, what is this about is a bad sentence. You should say, like, well, that's a bad example. But you should see <laughs> it. Ending a sentence with a preposition is something with which... Something you should not, should not do. Not do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is also 
a poor sentence, but just clunky and weird. Oh, yeah. And I feel like Tony would look at Chet with the same look that he gave <laughs> the nude Hardys as they wandered into a cave wearing <laughs> twine turbans out of their pants. We should sell twine turbans, by the way. Man, I would love to do an illustration of the Hardys with twine, oh. w- with the thing, and put it on a oh, shirt. I got an idea. Yeah. We should make do-rags, uh, but they look like jeans. Oh, cool. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to sell a million of them. Yeah. <laughs> that, we should make a There's one of our sponsors right there. commercial. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Do-rag jeans. And There's something to it. I'm telling is, you. There is. I'm I, telling like, you. I don't want to pay attention to it now because... I feel like that's a better idea for actually making an ad about later. Yeah, I'm with you. Anyways. Uh, so, in breaking the law, besides, Chet added. Uh, so, okay, so here we get, like, the actual climax. You want to take it? Um, he held his breath. He held his breath as Tony went forward and crawled inside the prow of the Napoli. I believe it's the bow, not the I haven't heard the term prow. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I'm not a boatsman. But the bow of a boat is the front. So he's climbing in the front. Yeah, and I think like down in it is called the vestibule. Huh. But I could be wrong. We should look up what a prow is. We should. I'm just thinking of I have to push the (laughs) pram a lot. That's all I'm, I'm... I know a pram, not a prow. Oh, here's... This is one of my favorite things. With a flashlight, Tony found the protecting shield for the bulb and unfastened it. In which I imagine that this happened to Franklin at one point, in which his wife didn't unfasten it or didn't uh, remove the protective shield. <laughs> so it's just like another note, like, and remember, when shield. you're changing a bulb, Sheila, you always <laughs> unfasten the, the protecting, protecting shield. shield. Uh, after removing the dead bulb, he screwed in the new one. Yay! As the light flashed on, Tony breathed a sigh of relief and started to crawl out of the prow. Imagine or whatever this, you said it was called. Imagine this as a film <laughs> of this triumphant music of just, like, Tony just saved the day yeah. with this, like, heroic, like, I want to say he could barely reach the socket and he's just reaching <laughs> out and like turns the bulb Chet's at the still last second intently staring out at the ocean at nothing and because the other thing here is because it's just like a little green light that when it clicks in it's not like this huge like oh yeah like it's just Bing. small light that's <laughs> it's like a Bing. blinker turned on ah <laughs> uh, good work chet said it's lucky we Chet never finished the sentence. Uh-oh. At this instant, he saw another speedboat loom up in front of him. Like lightning, he swung the wheel around, missing the oncoming craft by inches. Ooh, you fool! The driver of the other boat shouted, Why don't you look where you're going? And this is where I thought, yeah, weren't you looking intently <laughs> forward? You were gazing forward intently. And just because your little beacon was out... Yeah, doesn't mean the other boats aren't. Yeah, you should have seen this boat regardless of your small green light being burnt out. Yeah, that's very true. And You're so, not wrong there. So in this moment, 
Chet swerves, and uh, well, here let, let's let's put a pin on that for just a second. Chet didn't reply to the guy who shouted, "Why don't you look where you're going?" Yeah, he was quivering. He was quivering. Besides, he had stalled the motor, which had throttled it so low that it had not been able to take the terrific swerving. And I thought the use of the word "besides" here <laughs> was strange, but like this is again the narrator stepping into a weird voice, like. It should have been like Chet didn't reply. He was quivering. The motor had stalled also, which had throttled so low, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But for the narrator to be like, he didn't respond. He was quivering. Besides, the boat was <laughs> like, what are you justifying to us? <laughs> it's fine. But, oh, now I've done it. The, the stout part. boy wailed. There was no response from Tony for several seconds. <laughs> he had been thrown violently against the side of the boat and was in a daze. Uh, but quickly, he collected his wits and crawled down besides Chet. I love this scene to me is the only scene where it's like, in a movie, this would be amazing. I wrote <laughs> in the margin, this was drama. And I underlined this. Like, <laughs> this was like unconscious Tony and like coming back after. For this. several seconds, too. Yeah. Not just like he was, he hit the wall and then he bounced back up. He was out. Unresponsive. Yeah. And this took them two sentences to set up and resolve <laughs> and completely. And we spent two and a half pages yeah. talking about a light bulb and this I'm, saga to replace a I light bulb. I will say, I'm starting to think Tony's going to have some serious head trauma. And Tony's going to be a lot different of a person in the next couple bucks. <laughs> he hasn't been the same since the accident. He hasn't been the same since the accident. He's got that thousand yards. Remember stare. when Tony hit his head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just, like, as an author... Like, what a weird choice to condense this story to a paragraph. Yeah. But expand the light bulb <laughs> thing. That's what you chose to be the high drama. Which, which again, has to be a personal experience where, like, he was driving and, like... Yeah, one time I was on a boat. My light went out. It's like... Had to let ever, my fat son drive. Have you ever... Uh, <laughs> had to let a stout boy drive. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had a plane get delayed or a flight get delayed or canceled? Always. Ever? Oh, yeah. Is it, like, kind of rough in, in the in the moment? Oh, yeah. Is it ever a good story in hindsight? No. Right. <laughs> it's, like, I think it was David Sedaris who had written something about, like, being late uh, or having flights delayed and how people always tell the story, like, oh, and then we get the notice that it's 90 minutes delayed, so we don't even have to, like, and they tell these stories where... When you get to the end of it, it's like, well, you got home. You got home, right? It, yeah, you it made took it. Six hours instead of four. Yeah, that, that sucks, I guess. But it's never actually like a good story with like. And then finally, they fixed the mechanical problem. We were able to take like. Yeah. There's never like a ha oh, for anyone else. <laughs> like in the moment, it's something. That's what I imagine happened with him. With like the, a light, this situation happened with him, and it was like cool that they found a bulb and like he yeah. was on a boat and this happened yeah he but stole he a boat as a teenager a story yeah and it's just like yeah franklin it sucks <laughs> it's not a good story man yeah it's weak it's oh. weak sauce and then so tony comes to him and says what happened he asked and then the next <laughs> paragraph chet told him Jen <laughs> said you better take over i'm a rod pilot <laughs> What happened? Well, then Chet told him what happened. 
Lenny's. <laughs> and then they moved on. <laughs> I just wrote, cool. This <laughs> is such weird writing and weird pacing. What's going on with this chapter? This has to be a ghost written chapter by a different ghost writer. Right. That's what. So honestly, like he was like, "Son, why don't you take over? Why don't you write a chapter?" So what I'm wondering <laughs> is, you said that uh, Charles Leslie McFarland wrote like 21 of the first 25 books or something. Yeah. So I'm assuming, based on nothing, that he, <laughs> that the first, which is like the Hardy Boys. That's good for right, you. That the first five had five different authors that they sort oh. of auditioned, and then like so maybe like Charlie uh, Charles wrote. Like book three, and then books six through twenty-five. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I mean, that no, 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 that makes sense. Why set up characters like Oscar Smuff and not have them return? Right, but it makes me wonder: Did he write the first book, and then six through twenty-five? Did he write the second book? So yeah, which one of these books? Oh, please don't be yours. (laughs) We have please, Leslie. Please Three don't more don't after write, this of the originals. Don't write book two, please. <laughs> please let this be someone that they fired promptly after publishing it anyway. Yeah. They were like, look. You had a whole chapter where kids were trying to change a light bulb. This was awful. <laughs> yeah. This was horrible. We're still going to publish it. Yeah. We're still going to publish it. Don't get me wrong. This is going to make money. <laughs> we're going to make it book two even. Yeah. Like, everyone's going to read it. But it sucks and you're fired. I think four is going to be the best. That's going to be the grand slam. You think? You put your best writer at four. Uh, that's true. Back yeah, one up. through three. Finish they're the, getting yeah, on base. And four is taking it home. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I like this. Okay. I'm going to be so, so wrong. So we had a good lead off with the Tower Treasure. Four is the missing chums. So yeah, that does sound yeah. like people go missing again. And and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna assume that book one hit a double. Yeah. And. This person just got walked. Yeah, I was going to say, he got hit by the ball. (laughs) By the pitch. Take your face. Got him right in the head, too. (laughs) With the light bulb. Wasn't even a ball. (laughs) He just threw a light bulb. (laughs) Hit me right in the head. It's a big green one. Hey, publish your book and get out of here. (laughs) The light bulb's still stuck in his head, so anytime he gets an idea, it turns green. (laughs) Bing! That's that's such a stupid, stupid idea, yeah. and it's so much better than what what we just. You know, as we hate on this book for being so stupid, yeah, it's it's one of those things where like, have you ever like seen a bad commercial and complained about it? And oh, then, all the and time. Then, and but later you realize like, hey, it worked. We're talking about it. Like, and that's the whole point of a commercial. It's like for the product to okay. get attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there's sometimes we're like. For example, when I get cut off by somebody. Like driving cut off. Yeah, yeah. It sort of bothers me, and I do my best to move on quickly because I think later, like, they cut me off and that lasted, like, two seconds. Right. If I spend an hour angry about it, that's my fault for just choosing to be upset about something that's over. I can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. And it sort of lets – it's like the terrorists win of – Oh. If I choose to like not do something or to be upset because of something that's over and done with, yeah. and I'm just like angry and upset about the residual, like shame on me. Mm-hmm. And I think about that anytime like we spend an hour complaining about how dumb this chapter is or any of these chapters, I think like 
Yeah, but they got us. Yeah. Because we, we bought the book. We could have walked away <laughs> yeah. at any point. We could just end this podcast. Like, this book is too stupid. Yeah. But instead, we are investing our time. Fully. We Yeah. Yeah. I could be hanging out with my son right now. Yeah. Instead, you're drawing artwork. Objectively of, more yeah. rewarding <laughs> yeah. than complaining about a light bulb scene. <laughs> we, we are two pages into this chapter oh man oh man do you want to take a guess on time uh 35 no sir you're wrong i am not wrong <laughs> you are wrong we are 44 minutes oh, into this episode man. <laughs> this is gonna be a in. long one <laughs> this is gonna be good oh man so i i want to see if we can't get another page oh we to have the Coast we have Guard to office, get to yeah yeah and then we'll take a break for sure okay um, All right, so Tony's been violently thrown in. Yeah. He's in a daze, and now he he comes to be. Yeah, so and Chet like, told him what happened. Chet told him <laughs> and then said, you better take over. I'm a rotten pilot. Tony took the seat behind the wheel, started the motor, and sped off toward Barmet Bay. Best we've, line. We've sure wasted a lot of time, he remarked. <laughs> yes. Well, I wrote, no. Yeah, they did. did. No. You they don't think they wasted wa- time? They wasted maybe ten <laughs> well, seconds. Chet was still dry. Well, yeah. no. In my mind, this went on for a long time. He was searching for that bulb for a while. But he was searching for the bulb. They were still driving at full speed, which is why when I thought the motor was off. No, the motor shut off when he swerved to avoid the oh. boat. He had throttled the motor so low during that that he swerved and uh the motor stalled out from the swerve. But they were still cruising, which is why it was this like light turns on and then like oh, boat ah and they yeah, had Titanic to steer. style. Yeah. <laughs> iceberg. <laughs> I hope we don't hit an iceberg. So the only time that they were stopped is in the swerve. Yeah. And then Chet's like, whoa. And Tony takes several seconds to respond. I don't know, but they took all that time watching the Hardy Boys go into the cave with their mouths agape. That's true. And then sitting there in silence afterward looking yeah. at each other like, did that should just we happen? start the boat? <laughs> should we wait for the moon to come up? Should, should we get the Coast Guard to come save those two guys? Or are they just better off in there? Do we have any bet that they'll survive? Yeah. Given their- oh, you know Tony's crazy. He's got like a Deadpool list and everything like that. A Deadpool list? Dirty Harry and the Deadpool? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I went to Deadpool the movie. Oh, no, no, no. Gotcha. Anyways. Um, so there were no... There was no more... Conver- oh, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You sure wasted a lot of time, you remarked. I wonder if Frank and Joe are making out. Yeah, they're definitely making out. <laughs> yeah. it's, it says I wonder how Frank and Joe are making out. But I definitely thought... <laughs> Especially, like, I wonder how they're doing. Are they using their tongues? Are they no, not even the that. lips part? That's gross. <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> Rubbing but butts. I, so, but Tony says, uh, <laughs> "We've sure wasted a lot of time." I wonder how Frank and Joe are making out. But I, I wish he hadn't said the other part first. I wish they would driven along in silence, <laughs> having just reminisced on the weird decision to disrobe completely. And then they look at each like then Tony's just like, I wonder if, I wonder if Frank and Joe are making out. <laughs> and then Chet adds, "I hope they found Mister Hardy." Or then if they're making no out together. Convers- <laughs> trying to avoid that easy joke. Don't <laughs> you speed past that? I'm here for the scraps. <laughs> 
There was no more conversation until the boys turned into the bay. I wish there was no conversation the whole time and they just started off in the bay. They just started off in the bay? Yeah, I wish they started off in the bay while they were in the bay. We didn't need any of this. Yeah. Like, you could put a big red X through all of this. The chapter And it just said, the Coast Guard station. Tony Tony and Chet were trying their best to accomplish the errand which Frank and Joe had given them. When they arrived at the Coast Guard station... Yeah. Boom. Great Done. story. Yeah. Had to hit that 20 chapters that had to hit those 200 pages to get them ducats. <coughs> Excuse me. I have to imagine that in the 20s when these were written, mm-hmm. maybe the author assumed that there would be a newspaper review about the book. Like maybe maybe like a literary journal yeah. might have a note about like and a new Hardy Boys book came out and we give it three stars out of thirty. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but I feel bad because I can't imagine that he could anticipate a world where podcasting exists. Oh God, because because for information for this like is a weird public thought. information to review something, yeah. Like, there wasn't an outlet back then right. for a blog or for, like, it wasn't Facebook. You didn't have public re- – you didn't have Yelp reviews. You didn't have yeah, Google yeah. reviews. Um, it's all like, word of mouth. Yeah, you didn't – like, you couldn't go on Amazon to buy the book and find that 800 people gave so it this two is a stars. Pilot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I wonder if the author ever thought, like, oh, my God, someone's going to spend an hour talking about this <laughs> scene. This scene, like – and it makes, there's no way it he makes ever me thought think this. Now we're sitting here criticizing this book in a podcast. Yeah, and I can't imagine that there would be a podcast that would exist one day, or some sort of media where someone criticizes, where us someone criticizing like, the yeah, podcast. Where it's like a, a episode by episode review <laughs> of the Hardy and Sons podcast. I think someone needs to do that now. You think so? Yeah, man. I think I know the man for the job to, too. I feel like you would have to read the book. Listen to this podcast and then listen to that podcast. Yeah, it's just too much content. It's a long homework assignment. That's your full life. (laughs) It's your life. That's your entire life right there. Which it's crazy. We've spent more time with these books than the writers ever did. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, we've mentioned that a few times. Like, there's no way that, and not just the writer, but anyone Anyone else. Yeah, like I, I, I would guess not being hyperbolic. More than one million, easily, more than one million book reports have been written about this book. Yeah. Easily. Oh, yeah. No one has spent (laughs) the time, the analysis that we are are diving in. Uh, And I am ashamed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. That's going to be my IMDb trivia, dog. (laughs) (laughs) David has spent more time analyzing (laughs) <laughs> the Hardy Boys books than anyone. We should get fake uh, like uh, degrees or something made that we're uh, we're professional Hardy Hardy Boy people, right? I feel like we can get there. I feel like we need to finish more books first. Well, yeah. I feel yeah. like we are an expert on the first two books. Yeah, which is a very not very on specific the series. Yeah, accolade <laughs> to put on our LinkedIn page. <laughs> We've got a long time. We're the leading experts of books <laughs> one and two of the Hardy Boys series. Have you read any of the others? No, just just, just one, one and two. two. We stopped. And how there. long have you been working on this? Two years. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, we've dedicated like, but how many hours? Like, not 
like a bunch of hours over that too. No, about forty five <laughs> hours at this point. <laughs> Easily forty five hours. Oh good uh, lord, that's a lot. And that doesn't include the time to read it. That's oh, just and we're slow readers discussion. too. We are We're slow readers. Slow readers. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have done a literary podcast <laughs> because we're such bad readers. <laughs> it is children's <laughs> books, <laughs> and we're still reading them slower. I feel like we could do a speed test where we're both reading, and there's a child in the corner, and we've, they're done before us. Yeah, we've talked about having like a 17 year old on the podcast to like. Oh yeah, it'd be walk great. Us See if they logic. would do this. Yeah, yeah. but that 17 year old would finish the book so much faster. <laughs> like he'd he'd close the book and be like, uh, "I finished the book," and we're like, "Oh, you're only supposed to read the first chapter. We're almost done." <laughs> Just give us ten really more minutes. That. It's about ten more minutes. <laughs> ten to twenty. Almost there. Tops. <laughs> okay. Well, I sit, so they they pull up to the. Oh yeah, they to the southern to the shore of the bay. Uh, and uh, they pulled up to the dock where two patrol boats and a cutter were tied. And I say that this is the point that we take a break because we're about to to open up a can of worms. Open up a, a can of worms. But uh, I'm having a good time. Yeah, it's a good one. I missed I missed these boys. Yeah, it's I been did a too. while. Like, cause we, I know that's what's so crazy did about we it. Do three episodes the last yeah. time we recorded. Yeah, so it's it's been like three weeks since we've. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did three yeah. episodes last time. That's right. Uh, it's been a while, and I've and we I've had, had one of our shortest pinch. when we did the three, and now we have our longest. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. Oh no, did we do one episode last time? This doesn't we did. matter. <laughs> we did do. I, I don't know why it matters either. We did do one. As we, we did it right before I left. We did it Tuesday, and I left Wednesday. Yeah, because I think I hurried up and no, I didn't do artwork that one. Did I, I didn't do artwork at all. I was supposed to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I failed. It's okay. Miserably, it's not your fault. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. On to a sponsor. Embarrassing bald spot? Get a denim turban and tell them the marshmallow man sent you. We're back. We're back. We're back. I forgot what we were talking about right before the break. We took a nice healthy break there. We did take a good healthy break there. Um, it was nice. But I remember before the break, I wanted to bring up um, what was called my catchphrase. And I, don't, I didn't think... You have a catchphrase? From shooting. From shooting the short. I didn't know. I don't know about this. I kept saying, that's not going to be where we lose people. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then they started saying it's my catchphrase. And I've said that before. Like, yeah, I like that. Anytime I do a project like this, that, like, and we get hung up on a detail of like, like for me, there's a, a clamp, a pony clamp all, on like one of the in, in the shot. Yeah, yeah. Like you can see it in every shot. It's small. It's yeah. at the very top. It's not in every frame, but when you see the top of that cloud... There's a pony clamp, and I have to remind myself, like, that's not going to be where we lose people. No one's going to be, like, watching it and be like, wait that's a, a pony second. clamp on that fake that cloud. cloud has a, <laughs> that's not a real cloud at all. It has a wait, are these not on. real buildings? <laughs> What's going these on These children here? aren't real. <laughs> Life that's is a, a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the point of my story. <laughs> No, but so I, I kept having to remind myself, like, that's not going to be where we lose people. Yeah. And I think right before the break, we were saying something about, like, that's not important. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a similar 
but opposite catchphrase to the Hardy Boys of like, all of it is going to be where you lose me. (laughs) Every, I ping on everything. I'm like, nope, that's what happened. Nope, nope, that's dumb. Nope. Has there ever been a moment where we were actually enjoying reading this? I I do enjoy it, but I... Oh, I enjoy reading because I say, this is what I'm going to pick apart. I can't wait to break oh, this yeah, sequence there, down and make fun stuff. of it. But like, for example, when when Tony's rooting around, uh, pulling out a canvas bag, a pair of sneakers, and some fishing tackle. Yeah, this is the flower pot on the windowsill <laughs> for oh. me, and this is where just, you lost me. Yeah, <laughs> and sa- same thing. So when we last left them, uh, <laughs> they pulled up to the dock where the two patrol boats and a cutter were tied, and then the first sentence of the next paragraph is: the two boys climbed out and hurried up to the white building. And I thought, why does it have to be white? Like, what does that do? <laughs> what a weird detail. It's not like there were four buildings and they didn't know which was yeah. which. So first they went to the white building and it turned out that was the Coast Guard. You're like, not wrong on that. They went to the Coast Guard building. They went to the Coast Guard building. It, it's it's the same as saying, like, they went to the building with four windows. Yeah. Almost like going to the two towers. The old was, tower. Didn't the we tower. have something with that, too, where it was, like, described weird of, like, why do we even need to have that? That's basically the whole book. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, there's a every, lot. Every detail. And, and again, the barn that <laughs> what used to be a barn and it's the new the their, uh, new gymnasium. Yeah, there, there's all these little details, but when they hit me, they do lose me. That, that's where I lose it every time. Yep. All these little things. I'm with you on that. I'm, I got to. Uh, I got very excited because I figured out what I want to do for my drawing. So I'm just. Gonna, I still need to do last week's drawing. I'm just going to done s- artwork for sketch it real 17. quick. You're just sketching in the margin to yeah. remind yourself. I, I have to. I don't want to see it. I'm excited. <laughs> You're going to have to do it soon, though, because the episode's going up. Going up soon, yeah. Granted, my artwork's going to be a week late at least. Well, this I've is set my, a low bar. my idea. I'm going to keep going while you, you keep do going. sketch. I'm almost done. Um, so I want to I move more quickly done. through these last several pages. Um, but this is them talking to the Coast Guard. Like, they make it to the Coast Guard. Um, and I find it weird the titles that they give people. Oh, my uh, God. But, I was beyond confused. But first, they, uh, they're they about to enter the building, the white building, and Chet and Tony were amazed to find that Biff Hooper and Phil Cohen were coming out of it. The boys! Jerry Gilroy, another Bayport high friend, was with them. Wasn't Jerry in the first book? Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, we know all these people. Yeah, why wasn't Jerry included with them? He is. What I'm confused by is why it says, like, uh, as they approached the White Building, uh, Biff Hooper and Phil Cohen were coming out of it. Jerry Gilroy was with them. So was he not coming out of <laughs> yeah, the I building? Know, that's, like, that's my confusion, too. Like, why wasn't he a part of friend. the sentence with them? Yeah, it's strange. And it also says another Bayport high, Bayport high friend. I'm guessing that the author had a friend named Jerry who like wronged him, yeah. and had tried to write him out. And the publisher pushed back. He's like, "No, you've got to put Jerry Gilroy. I know you named him after your friend, but you've got to put him in the book." And it's like, don't get it. I don't want Jerry to think I'm still writing about him. Fine, not friends okay. with Jerry anymore. Biff and Phil and, and Jerry was with him too. Whatever. Jerry's also there. He um, also went to the school. So on a thin premise. Uh, the boys are there because Mrs. Hardy was worried 
and asked them, and I guess she talks to... uh, Biff explained that an hour ago, Mrs. Hardy... Oh, man, I didn't even realize. I I missed that, the hour ago part. But Biff explained that an hour ago, Mrs. Hardy had telephoned him to see if they had heard from Frank and Joe. She confessed to being exceedingly worried about her sons. Um, She knew that they had gone to look for their father, Mm. and she was in a panic that they had been captured by the same men who were possibly holding her husband. And what she is right. And so in an hour, uh, Biff thought, I'd round up a couple of the fellas and go on a hunt. And maybe Jerry thought maybe Frank and Joe had come uh, back to town and were somewhere around. And it says, we looked, but couldn't find them anywhere. Um, they've had an hour to assemble this crew <laughs> yeah. and look everywhere for the we Hardy Boys. We know from the first book how their searches go, too. Yeah. They Remember that? Up. They had to assemble. Everyone got into each other's trucks. Then they went to a park, had lunch, and then searched. But they searched every house and gr- so yeah i guess if there's two stores in a house yeah it, it, it they make quick work of it um quick quick work of it um so then they thought they were going to tell the coast guard um and they're going to send out some boats you'd better come in and talk to chief warrant officer robinson <laughs> yeah. yourself yeah that's one of my one underlines yeah. too chief. chief warrant i thought his name was chief warrant and then there was Officer Robinson. Oh, it could also be uh, where officers is nickname is nickname. So it's like Chief uh, Warrant <laughs> Officer <laughs> Robinson. He's not really a chief. He's more of an officer. Guys, I'm your chief now. Wait, do you think he could be Snapman? Because they call him the chief too. <laughs> <laughs> so he is Warrant Officer Robinson. Um, so they hurry inside. Uh, and they tell uh, Chief Warrant Officer Robinson uh, about the smuggler's hideout and that they had found the entrance. And where this, their secret tunnel is. Yeah, and, they, and, and Chet says, can you send some help out there? We'll show you where the secret tunnel is. Yeah. And the cops are like, yes, but first we've got a bad idea, and then we have a worse idea. Uh, and we'll get to those in a minute, those two <laughs> yeah, separate yeah. bad ideas. Um. Oh, but Chief Robinson's like, uh, yeah, I'll I'll order the Alice out, which is I'm guessing a boat. The boat, yeah. Uh, you can start within five minutes, and then they have this conversation, and I think back to like as everything we're about to talk about, they're not rescuing the Hardys, and this is like when Mister Hardy could have released. Oh my God, huh? Oh my God, oh, you got dude. something. You got something. In the first book, yeah, they had exonerated Mr. Robinson. Right. Who was in jail. Yeah. And Mr. Hardy waited to finish dinner before <laughs> making the phone call to the chief of police to free him. And this is Chief Warrant Officer Robinson, yeah. who might have been Perry Robinson's oh, uncle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mr. Robinson's dad. <laughs> who's, who's now saying like, oh, you you know where the secret oh, entrance is? Going up? on with Fat yeah, Hardy, we'll, huh? we'll get started in about five minutes, maybe, <laughs> maybe ten, maybe twenty. Maybe I have a little sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you maybe t- got a little beef jerky. If we're gonna do a stakeout, I don't want my <laughs> tummy growling. Don't want to. We set gotta up be silent. <laughs> don't want to scare the fishes. I'm don't want ha- people to think they're swimming a bit weird. <laughs> I'm gonna have a couple <laughs> cookies. <laughs> 
I like what you're on here. This is good. Man. I'm going to go down to my brother's park because he's got a park named after him. (laughs) We, uh... (laughs) And which he does the landscaping for. Maybe you've heard of his bulbs. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's so much crossover now. Robinson in both books, and there was a whole scene about bulbs. I want to... So... He's just burying light bulbs for boats. (laughs) Rare bulbs. So my rare boat bulbs. So the 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 film we made yesterday, uh, we had to use the word accent. That was like apertures, like contest rules. Are like at some point you have to use the word accent in your video. And I wonder if the publisher was like, it's got to be twenty chapters, and you've got to use bulbs as like a pivotal part of the story in some way. Bulbs, like any kind of bulbs, like light bulbs, flower. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever it is, bulbs. Just bulbs. Go. (laughs) So we've got no smuff is inconsistent between the the two books this far but a robinson family <laughs> and, and bulbs <laughs> i was listening to the west wing weekly podcast and they had aaron sorkin on and they were talking about the bible um uh for these shows yeah that anytime you say like attorney general so and so like you put it in the Bible, so that way in later episodes, if you reference the Attorney General, you know, like, oh, we've established that yeah, the okay, Attorney yeah. General is this person. Um, and even like it, and they say it's harder when it's not someone cast, but it's just someone you refer to. Oh, that makes sense. Like, because if you're just writing a story, you're like, well, and when everyone's yeah, at that point, you're writing you're like, to a face, actually. Attorney General Robinson. Yeah. Um, and then later, you'd be like, Attorney General Jones, if you've never had someone play attorney general, you've just referenced them. Yeah. Um, and I have to, this is book two. Could they not have come up? So <laughs> their naming structure, there's been in the two books, two Robinsons now. Yeah. And in this book alone, they had two Felixes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, are, at the time of this writing where they're like eight names and that's it. And one of them's Fenton and one of them's Smuff. This is a strange... This is a very strange naming process. Uh, Pretzel Pete, though, that's a great name. That's the only thing this author did well. (laughs) We're going to get to the next book, and it's going to be like, Chief Warrant Officer Pretzel Pete. (laughs) (laughs) No relation. (laughs) You like pretzels? Hate (laughs) him. He was very salty. (laughs) Swarthy and salty. Oh, you swore the again. Yeah, I, I loved it. I was like, too. all right, nice. That's just, uh, I guess, all criminals are telescopes swarthy. Telescopes come back too. I died laughing. And, and this was definitely where the publisher pushed back and was like, hey, tone it down. In, in chapter 18, you bring telescopes back and you go into like four pages. Look, tell you what, keep the light bulb scene, cut the telescope. Cut the scene. telescope down. Well, can I talk about uh, really good binoculars? Yeah, sure. You can talk okay, about binoculars. Fine. Can I talk about the binoculars and the telescope within the same paragraph? I yeah, guess. I, guess, I guess. As long as you don't fine. describe the telescope too one long. Paragraph. <laughs> one yeah, paragraph. You can mention all the ocular paragraph. devices you'd like. <laughs> all right. Now we're cooking with fire. Oh, so uh, so they, they, Jerry calls Mrs. Hardy, uh, tell her that um, the, the, the uh, Coast Guard's on it. Um, and while he's gone, Chet... Warrant t- told the chief warrant officer 
that the Hardys thought they might know the names of two men who were involved in the racket, Snatman and Ali Singh. And he says, we think Ali is a crewman on the Marco Polo. Um, and they think that uh, Ali Singh throws drugs off the side of the boat. So the Robinson raises his eyebrows uh, and compliments the children on being great detectives. Yes, as they are. Um, and I'm I'm moving kind of quick here. If there's anything you want to stop on, anything you no, under that, no, no. Um, so they uh, they also think that uh, there's some connection between the house and the smugglers, the Pollock Place house. Um, and so the the chief remarks that uh, I'll call the state police at once and tell them the latest developments in the case. The boys waited while he made the report. Which definitely took longer than five minutes. <laughs> How are you, state police? No, no, no. No, no, no. I can talk. Let me use my full name. I'm Chief Warrant Inspector uh, Police Officer Cobb. W A R W as in Warrant. <laughs> a as in Officer. Officer starts with an O. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Let's start again. W as in Warrant. A as in... So the boys waited for an hour while he made the report. Um, Jerry came back and <laughs> said that uh, she's relieved the Coast Guard is uh, going to take a hand. And then the uh, chief warrant officer said he's going to talk to the Marco Polo by ship-to-shore telephone. Ooh, that's a good saying. Ship-to-shore. Yeah. Uh, ah, ship-to-shore, Trebek. Oh, that's good. Yeah, ship-to-shore sounds like something Connery should say. Um. And the boys listened. The connection was made, and the boys listened with great interest to the conversation. Um, so he's talking to the captain, and the captain's like, do you have a sailor named Ali Singh? Yes. And Robin's like, uh, the captain's like, yeah, yeah, he's on the kitchen crew. Which I thought, I've been on cruise ships before. There's no way the captain knows the name of everyone oh, every, yeah, on the boat. Yeah. Like he, I think the realistic thing would have been like, hang on, let me check with... Well, let's be honest. He's probably the only... Like Indian descent man on the boat. That's and true. Racist. And, and the, yeah, keep and an eye really out on that one. Of them. Yeah, he, he, he's got a he's got a denim turban on right now. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't recorded the ad, but I really want the. Ad. I hope that the ad we make is is for denim turbans. No, yeah, but I, I have to think. Like they asked the question, like I have a sailor named Ali, or do you have Ali Singh? And I, I wish that the question would have been like, um, "Hey, we think there might be a smuggler," and he's like, "We've got an Indian named Ali Singh. It's probably, <laughs> we've all been super suspicious because he looks different. Was he doing anything odd? No. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> really jumped on that quick. Um. But then I think I heard you laugh when you got to this oh, next yeah. paragraph. It killed me. Go ahead. Uh, after you've been told that Ali Singh was suspected of stealing drug shipments and dropping them overboard, um, he said, that would be pretty easy for him to do. Singh probably throws them out when he dumps garbage into the water, even though he's not supposed to do it. <laughs> and due to the sentence structure again, I don't know if they mean he's not supposed to throw trash in the water or he's not supposed to throw <laughs> drugs into the water because they i feel like him, stop throwing those drugs in the water they're gonna get wet <laughs> but i kind of feel like at this time maybe that was totally protocol of like oh yeah just you throw, throw the, your trash in the water throw the trash in the water it's the ocean 
There's plenty of room. We're never going to have problems. Put those plastic straws in the ocean. The sea turtles will love them. <laughs> he keeps stealing the pharmaceuticals, putting them in baggies, and throwing them out. We're like, stop doing that. It's only for the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Throw all the plastic in the ocean. Save the drugs. You see these soda tabs? Throw them in there. <laughs> turtles fine. love to play in them. <laughs> see these plastic rings on the six-pack? The birds love them. They get stuck. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we will arrest him. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I just love that, though. He probably throws him out in the garbage he dumps into the water, <laughs> even though he's not supposed to do it. Stop him. Tell him, don't do that. Fire this man. Well, they uh, they say, like, you know, can you keep an eye on him without him knowing? Yeah. Uh, and and he's like, yeah. Uh, how far offshore are you? About sixteen miles offshore. Um, and he says, like, okay, um, Ali Singh can be arrested when your ship docks. And I just got to imagine that the captain's like, no, 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 we're gonna take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Ali Singh's gonna be around when we yeah, dock. We'll take care of it. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't worry. About it. What what was that sound? <laughs> There's nothing. Must be some <laughs> static on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Did that happen again? <laughs> Why'd you cock it twice? <laughs> Stop How many people have gun? guns? <laughs> uh, so we keep uh, the, the Henley. Something tells me Ali Singh ain't going to be singing for much longer. <laughs> Ali Singh sang his last song. All he can sing about now is <laughs> being dead. <laughs> He'll be sleeping with the garbage, uh, as in fishes, because that's where he throws his garbage. Yeah, they definitely eat fish on the boat and drugs. Um, it's the so they're like, hey, keep in contact with this boat. We're going to send a boat, the Henley. Uh, it's in uh, in the charge of Chief Petty Officer Brown. Okay, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Sure. Um. And and he'll be arrested. Uh, he can be arrested when your ship docks. Um, again, weird thing. But this is like, why give us the name of the boat? This is all just again, oh, yeah. like we'll have a boat. Do we need to know it's the Henley? No, as, as readers, yeah, no. Um, and then I get. I don't know if you want. Did you? Unless undermine? this was a secret thing to a girl he knew named Alice Henley. That's true. Yeah, like if, if I the author's your name doing in there, nods to, or maybe that's the name of the author. Maybe Alice Henley wrote this book. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Maybe, yeah. Um, I noticed that you did not underline something that I underlined uh, in the next paragraph. Oh, what do you got? Uh, read that. Uh, read the first sentence of the next paragraph. I'm ready, sir. Sorry, too far back. Uh, one, one, one before that. As the conversation. As the conversation was concluded, a uniformed coast guardsman came in. Yeah. <laughs> One word, Coast Guardsman. A Coast Guardsman. <laughs> a Coast Guardsman. Single word, lowercase. Oh, a uniformed Coast Guardsman <laughs> came in. What are you? I'm a Coast Guardsman. He was introduced my as... My wall skis, my key skis, and my Coast Guardsman. <laughs> uh, he was introduced as Chief Petty Officer Bertram in charge of the Alice. And here we go, which would follow Tony and Chet to the smuggler's hideout. And I thought, just... Put Tony and Chet on your boat. Yeah. Don't don't take the Napoli out. Yeah. 
you have a better boat with lights and and their children and your <laughs> hey you teenagers we'll you said they're smugglers you. we'll have no way to c- communicate with you yeah. as we travel other than Which, yelling over the sound of our motors you've got one faulty light bulb the one of the last lines in this that uh the uh the chief says makes this whole thing insanely dangerous because he knows where this is going oh totally but for him to be like yeah get on your own boat come on yeah we're gonna have a good time so this is what i was gonna be fireworks tonight earlier (laughs) (laughs) if you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) just winking something wrong with your eye <laughs> Just cock your gun while you're winking? No. <laughs> Did you try to cover the sound of you cocking your gun by winking? No. <laughs> uh, I had I had said Eyes don't th- make that sound. <laughs> Stop. I had said at the beginning that there were two poor decisions. Yeah. Uh, one and then one much worse uh decision. But this was the first bad decision of like, <laughs> hey, yeah, you guys go. We'll follow you. Yeah. With our police boats. You lead. The Napoli should lead the way. <laughs> Under Chief Petty Officer. Where no, you lead, you're not we'll follow. Under, Gilmore Girl rules. Under an Italian thief. I liked your Gilmore Girls reference there. Thank you. Um, so uh, after a short briefing, he turned to the boys all set. Um, and uh, Chet and Tony nodded, and they turned to follow Bertram. Uh, and then, th- here we go, Biff, Phil, and Jerry looked glum. Noting the expressions on the three boys, Chief Robinson leaned across his desk and said, I guess you fellas were hoping to be on this, too. How would you like to go on the Henley with Chief Petty Officer Brown and watch the fun? And watch the fun. Yeah, I just wrote, you boys want to see a dead body? <laughs> 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 this is so, like... <laughs> I feel like if you're a law enforcement officer, <laughs> like, I would say, like, maybe come along. Like, I know you guys are invested. Your friends are in danger. Like, yeah. it, you may want to be there, in, like, for your friends. Like, they may want to see you when this all gets resolved. Yeah. But this is unrelated <laughs> to the the Hardy, to Frank and Joe and Fenton's safety. This yeah. is completely just like, hey, <laughs> we might go kill somebody. Yeah. You want to see? We're going to take down a drug smuggler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, check this out. Kids, <laughs> watch this. Yeah. Do you want to watch the fun? <laughs> the eyes of the three boys lighted up and Phil said, do you mean it? You want a formal invitation? Chief Robinson asked with a laugh. So this is They're their second children. bad idea of like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Chief Petty Officer Bertram, uh, bring these kids with you <laughs> as you go stake out a smuggler. Yeah. Will they serve any purpose? No, none whatsoever. No, no. They, in fact, they, they will crowd you. Yeah, <laughs> quite literally, while you're trying to work. <laughs> and, the fat one's going to weigh the boat down. <laughs> fat one's not with them. Oh, that's right. Chet's yeah. on his own. Maybe right? that's why they. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll follow you. We, we don't want fatty in our boat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you and Chunk take the Napoli. <laughs> we don't have the horsepower. Oh God, we're afraid to bring the other one on. He's going to steal from us, and the other one's going to eat all our food. Uh, so after introducing the boys to Chief Petty Officer Brown, he explained what the mission of the Henley was to be. I understand, sir, Brown replied. We'll leave at once. Um, and then this I pinged on. So before we had uh, a single uniformed Coast Guardsman came in. <laughs> and now we get the three boys followed him down to the dock and went aboard. They met the other Coast Guard men, 
three words, and Coast Guard is now capitalized. But I thought, why not say, like, Coast Guardsman? Or earlier, like, they met a Coast Guard man. Yeah. Like, this is such a strange... And we're the Coast Guardsman. Yeah. The Coast Guard man and the Coast Guardsman. That is a band right there. Oh, man. Coast... <laughs> Coast Guardman and the Coast Guardsman. Uh, so, uh, so they they cover these sixteen miles pretty quickly, um, and uh, she's moving very slowly, isn't she? Yeah, only making about four knots. So it'd be easy enough for a smuggler boat to go alongside at four knots. Ooh. Yes, it would. Um, and then, yes, it would. Quickly, the officer picked up a telescope and trained it on the large craft. Got my telescope in. Yeah, I was so happy. It's been like 16 chapters. Uh, the author was definitely relieved as well. <laughs> I can finally work it back in. So the uh, galley hatches. And then they noticed, wait a second. Those eyepieces look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Coast Guardsman. <laughs> well, I had All pinged along. earlier on like getting the state police involved that they were going to somehow be in cahoots. The smugglers would be in cahoots with the state police. Could and, like, be. Because they were like, hey, that's not our jurisdiction. You have to talk to the stateies. And, uh, yeah, that's right. And I kept thinking, because like, they said you'll have to talk to Captain Ryder. Yeah. God, I hate that I remember that. <laughs> But they said, yeah, Captain Ryder of the state police. And I was sure they were going to go to Captain Ryder, and he'd be like, yeah, we'll look into it. And, and then, Sure, kid. And then winks at Ali Singh, who's <laughs> next to him. <laughs> Cox is gone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so they, they pull alongside here, um, and, uh, and the galley hatches are on the left, and the tides come in, so anything will flow towards shore. Hmm. Then he ordered the wheelsman <laughs> yeah, buddy. to go past the Marco Polo and come down the other side, approach within 300 yards, and then turn off the engine and lights. So when they reached the designated spot, Petty Officer Brown ordered everyone on board the Henley not to talk or move around. And then I said, uh, he wondered why he invited children. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone quiet down, especially you three high schoolers. Um, so, again, if you want to ping on anything here. Uh, no, not really. Okay, so they, uh, they're they watching the Marco Polo's deck some distance, uh, and the water was illuminated by a light from some of the stateroom portholes. Biff, Phil, and Jerry crowded close to the chief as he trained his powerful binoculars on the galley hatches. Back up, kids. Yeah, I was just... Yeah, yeah. Get, I wonder how close they got to Give this guy some room. Yeah. Like, they, they let you come along. I imagine it's a close-up. He's got the binoculars to his eyes, and all of a sudden, on both sides of his face, you just see two <laughs> children's heads come into frame, and they're just kind of, like, pushing them left and right, each looking out one side. <laughs> and then Biff, with his spider legs, just appears over him, and then just grabs the binoculars and brings him up and looks through him. Yeah, they don't they don't need to dock the boat because Biff can just reach out and grab. Uh, about thirty feet away, Biff. Legs. Can you reach him? Can yeah, you cuff him? I got this. Got it. It's like the unseen of Space Jam with MJ Duncan just <laughs> half court arm stretch. <laughs> uh, the officer reported uh, little activity aboard the Marco Polo, and the boys assumed the passengers were either asleep or packing their luggage in anticipation of landing the next they morning. Could be packing their luggage. 
that's why everyone's asleep. That's why nothing's happening. Everyone's packing. <laughs> what do you think they're doing? Probably packing their luggage. <laughs> You're on a what are you, 17 or 4? <laughs> <laughs> so suddenly, Petty Officer Brown saw one of the hatches open. A small man with a swarthy complexion. Yes. And rather longish, cold black hair. <laughs> just say rather long. Yeah. <laughs> longish. Or just say shaggy, cold black hair. Or or say or say longish, but rather longish is just so vague and like <laughs> yeah, sort of kind of was it longish? Hair. It is rather longish. Yeah. Like Dan Rather, eh, Massamenos, Massamenos. Uh, so he looked out, but yeah, coal black hair. That's that's the author's way of saying this dude's an this Indian. This is Indian, yeah. <laughs> that's some dark hair. Is it? I'm surprised they could see his hair through the turban, but. With the jean, <laughs> the jean jacket turban on, uh, he appeared in the circular opening, looking Indian. Yeah. <laughs> His red dot reflected like that of a boat, a boat's light, <laughs> a port side light. <laughs> Ding. Ding. That's horrible. Ding. <laughs> I think whenever we have jokes like that, yeah. I feel like I want to remind the listeners that these books were rewritten in 1959 because they were too racist. So when we find something that's racist, what we're we're making fun of, ironically, is like yeah. that the authors at this time would have written something like this, and not that it is <laughs> us. Like I get that it's low hanging fruit, yeah, and I don't feel great about it, but it's not. It comes from a place of like it's satire. We're satire. We're, exactly, we're, it's satire on the. We're very satirical men. Yeah, we're we're we're, satir- we're satirical men. Satirsmen. Satirsmen. I like that. Uh, but so somebody Indian looked out <laughs> and raised a large pail and dumped its contents into the water with no repercussions. Which, uh, first of all, if that's drugs, you're just dumping pills into the ocean right now. Well, they had said before. It was before it was in garbage bags. This time he's raising pails of drugs and just no. I think I think the pail is garbage, but in the pail is a oh, waterproof bag that will of... float. Oh, uh, okay. Along with all of the other garbage, because uh... garbage doesn't sink. <laughs> like yeah, your banana peel will probably sink. Yeah. But all of the styrofoam containers that yeah, you served all your now, food baby. in, yeah. yeah, it's all it's all right there for the otters. Um, and then this this is what I thought was hilarious. So what they see is a dark haired person dump trash. <laughs> Ali Singh, the three boys thought as Brown reported what he had seen. Say, okay, kids, yeah, take it easy, kids. Yeah. I underlined the same thing. Boy. Also, I just realized as Brown reported. Yeah, I I hit that just then. Yeah. The author's winking and nudging yeah. the other, the other <laughs> guys at the country club. Yeah, see what I did there? Not <laughs> only did I get Alice Henley in there, I worked a brown reference in. <laughs> Got a date with Alice out of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, suddenly, Biff grabbed Phil's arm and pointed. Vaguely, they could see a long pole with a scooping net. <laughs> Isn't that just a net? Didn't they just say vaguely they saw a long net? <laughs> Not a long pole with a scooping net? <laughs> yeah. How is a scooping net different than other nets? 
one specifically for scooping. <laughs> Hand me that net. <laughs> Not that one, the scooping one. <laughs> the one that's like a Frito. <laughs> I needed scooping capabilities. Well, aren't all nets used for scooping? No. No. <laughs> Just, some nets are for hair, some nets are for other things. This one's for scoops. Some nets are for cargo. <laughs> yeah. uh, some Sometimes nets are you from put New children Jersey. in nets. <laughs> Sometimes nets are used to hold Ninja Turtles in over some, <laughs> some sharp metal instruments. You know, you put them in a net, they scream for Splinter. You say, Splinter, we're going we're to save you. We're stuck in a net, but we're going to get you. Got a bow and arrow. It'll be fine. You ever seen the movie The Rundown? You know, there's nets like that where one gets stuck in the net, the other one laughs. What are and then we the other doing? one gets stuck in the net. <laughs> and sometimes you surf the net. <laughs> Web nets, spider nets, hair nets, spider nets, rundown nets. <laughs> Anyways, nets for nets. So the, uh, the scooping net scooped something up and the pole vanished from sight. The boys strained their ears for the sound of a small boat, but it did not come, and they were puzzled. Use your eyes, boys. Use your eyes. Well, the moon's not up. <laughs> okay, it's still down. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> There's... Sun's down, moon's down. Sun's down, moon's <laughs> down. Pitch black at 7 p.m. Uh, but, uh, so two things here. One... <laughs> uh, they listened for the sound of a small boat. It did not come, we and they were puzzled. We got this from our friend Joe. <laughs> Put your ear to the ocean. To the water. <laughs> Put my head underwater. Dude. I heard Does it sound like anything? No, I just hear the rumbling of it our sound, own boat. It sounds like garbage. What's it sound like? It sounds like my head's being chopped up by a propeller. <laughs> sounds like I, I did it too close to the prop. Um, you're stuck in a net. <laughs> but why, like, if you're, if you're in the water, like, I, I just don't know why they're like, that's weird. It didn't make a boat sound like... Well, maybe it hasn't made a boat sound yet. Yeah. How long did you wait? And what kind of boat? Yeah. Not all boats make boats. You sounds. saw a net. Maybe they're divers. Maybe they have. Maybe they're in a rowboat. Yeah. Maybe they're in a rowboat. <laughs> maybe which, they're in one of those love duck boats, the tunnel of love boats. Um, and skipping ahead, um, they also wondered why Petty Officer Brown seemed to be doing nothing about trying to apprehend the person. Um, the tent skipper suddenly handed the binoculars to Phil. Without a word, the puzzle boy looked through them to the spot where Brown had been gazing. To his amazement, he could make out the dim shape of a speedboat with two figures in it. Each held an oar and was rowing the small boat away from Marco Polo as fast as possible. So it was... Indeed. A rowboat. A rowboat. It, it was happened a speedboat. Speed Do you think that this was the same speedboat that was used during that hand grenade scene? Maybe. Yeah. Probably. I wonder if we'll ever get resolution on that. No. I don't think anything ever happened. The man got a massage, and then that's it. Yeah, but like Bill Jones was kidnapped. I assume he was killed swiftly and disappeared well, from the storyline. Bill Jones is definitely dead. But like, I'm surprised as the Hardys were escaping that there wasn't mention of Bill Jones or well, like there's one other... Look what they did with their friend, the Robinsons. They didn't care about them. What do they care about Bill Jones? When or maybe you, they do have this weird connection. you someone's ankles, you <laughs> yeah, make I was gonna a connection. Say, maybe they have this love connection with Bill Jones. I wonder uh, what his real name... Oh, Bill Jones. Yeah, that was a fake name. There is a setup for Bill Jones. He's Bill, an undercover... He's Captain Ryder. He's Captain Ryder. That's it. Done. That's it. 100%. Uh, 
We've got the smugglers dead to rights, Petty Officer Brown whispered to the boys. Aren't you going to arrest them? Phil asked. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you have this next one, too. Not yet, the officer told them. I'm afraid we can't do it without some shooting. <laughs> I don't want to scare the passengers on the Marco Polo. We'll wait a few minutes. We can't get it done without some shooting. It's one man. Two. There's there's two people in the boat. It's two figures. But still, like, I feel like, skip ahead to modern day, and the the people who have issues with police brutality, yeah, this is their argument of like, look, to arrest someone, you don't need to, you can just arrest someone. Yeah. And this cop, Chief Petty Officer Brown, is just like, Hey, yo, we're not going to be able to do this arrest without some shooting. Yeah, it's going down. <laughs> you know how we do. Boys, light them up. <laughs> At my signal, unleash hell. <laughs> so suddenly unleash the engine hell. of the smuggler's speedboat was started, and tersely, Brown began issuing orders to his men. The motors roared into action. The chase was on. Cliff. That's a cliffhanger. Yeah. Drugs in the water, things going wild. You know what tersely means? Uh, like sort of short and yeah, a few like words. Hushed. Few words, sometimes rude or unfriendly. Oh, so he's a a bad captain. He's, yeah, he's he was being rude about it. Oh, jeez, I almost just accidentally looked at the title of the next chapter. And oh, don't do, do that. that. Don't be an idiot. Oh man, chapter eighteen. Wait, are we behind? No. Oh, I wrote it wrong. I'm looking at my schedule, and it says chapter 18 on October 4th. It's supposed to be October 14th. Oh, yeah. Because before that is the 7th. Okay, and then the 21st. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, we're good. I just got scared there for a second. How long do you think second half's been? Um, 35 minutes. 39. Oh, I was going to say 38. I should have just stuck yeah. with my gut. Yeah. Now, well, you're in your own head <sighs> What did now. I learn in school? You always stick with your first answer. Don't change it. It's always A. It's always A. Um, they say it's always C, but that's a lie. It's always A. Always A. This was an amazing chapter. It was. I feel like the worst chapters are the best chapters. Yeah. And this was also no Hardy Boys. We got to watch other boys be stupid. Actually, the police were even dumber than the boys. Yeah. Like I, The I feel Coast like, Guardsmen. I feel like the Coast Guardsmen are all... 14 year old <laughs> and they're just like oh hey yeah the older kids the seniors are gonna come that actually makes a lot of sense why they call themselves like, the coast guardsmen <laughs> <laughs> what's your job we're the coast guardsmen we're like a, we got a bunch of coast guard men <laughs> i got a boat i'm gonna shoot some people <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a rest we'll do some shooting it's gonna be some fireworks it's gonna be awesome i at this point we've got three chapters left I'm so eager to read them. Yeah. Um, and it sucks that we can't do another episode tonight. Not just because of this well-timed yawn. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm so eager to finish the book now. Like, I'm in. I am too. Uh, I feel like the past several chapters, we've, we've been invested and we've come yeah. a long way with this. Um, and while things like the, uh, the light bulb... I, by the way, the look on your face right now... 
is clearly waiting for the rhyme line. Oh, yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm, not there there okay, okay. I'm not there yet. Okay. Uh, I can, I can relax. Things like the light bulb uh, scene and then the, <laughs> the pass out scene, those aren't, those rhyme with, with, that's not where I'm going. Okay. But it, okay. it would have been good. <laughs> but I'm honestly trying to say the pacing, I feel like we talk about the pacing being awful in these books. And I think in any moment, it's bad. Yeah. But overall, this book has had a wonderful tense arc to it. Yeah, I, I just agree we with keep, that. We keep yeah. building and building and building as compared to the first book, which had two distinct arcs in it. Of yeah. Like car stolen, car retrieved, and then money stolen, money retrieved. Um, this is one long this, building, which makes me so excited for, for this, 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 this climax. This yes, I, this is the perfect sequel. They do everything about the first one that's fun, and they just ramp it up, and it's ridiculous, and it's stupid, and it's crazy. Yeah. And it's been a good read. It has been. Yeah. I'm actually genuinely excited to finish it as well. I'm curious. I like that we figured out who Ryder was. That's right. That has to be right. Right? There has to be a way to figure out... Which books were written by which people? That that has to be a resource. Oh, we're going to finish that out. I, I want to find out who Alice Henley is. Yeah, big but time star-crossed lover. That's the wife that left the. That's Sheila's real name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alice Henley <laughs> and Bertram Brown. Bertram Brown. That's amazing. Yeah, and I want to know the author's relation relationship with the Robinson family. Yeah, something happened, and Jerry. What's going on with Jerry? And Felix. What was this falling out with Jerry? He liked Felix. He Felix was Felix a good friend, yeah. Twice as much. Jerry not so much, else. yeah. <laughs> and Bill Jones. Who was Bill Jones, and when did you massage him? Maybe this was someone in this author's life. Maybe Alice Henley did write this. She met a, name, uh, met a man named Bill Jones, gave him a wonderful massage, never saw him again. Doesn't know what happens. Expects that he was kidnapped by smugglers. Yeah, there's a lot of mystery behind there's this story. There's a lot story. of backstory that we could put into these characters. Yeah, there really sure. is. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now I know. <laughs> now I know. I've, I'm, <laughs> it's Nobody's funny because as, as we do this, and this is this still isn't the rhyme, the look on your face. Yeah, like, I, I just know well, I'm disappointing. waiting for it. But everything resolves to teen. It's like something teen. And as we continue this, this motif yeah. throughout all these books... It's always like we're gonna run out of words that like to do this rhyme. Yes, because we're doing the same twenty rhymes (laughs) each book. Yeah, and so, but for the first, like for for uh, one through ten, it's easier. Yeah, we can be more original. I would say even one through twelve. Yeah, it's easier. But then once you're in thirteen to nineteen, yeah, yeah, it's 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 similar and it's kind of boring. Ah, you can get creative with it. I feel, well, now it's easier. Yeah, but as as we continue, we, we will. I think we'll run into some. I feel like oh, our listeners. Big time. I think at that point we're just going to get a little bit weirder with them, and I look forward to that. Yeah, we're going to stretch real far, like brother. And that's a fine dream. That's a good dream. I like that's dreams. a fine dream that we may find <laughs> in chapter nineteen. See, that's not my best word. Is that, not my best yeah, you happy with that one? I mean, I'm I'm ending the podcast. But it's going to end on that. that but the, that just means that there's better ones for book. When Wait till we get to chapter, the end of episode 18 of uh, season three. That one's going to blow you away. That one's going to blow me away? You're going to be just Put a pin in that, everyone. Speech this. Yeah, three Look months from today. To that. <laughs> <laughs>
just going to blaze through this next book. <laughs> oh, and with that, the boys ended the podcast.